0: Hello and welcome to Simply Edifies podcast. We are mothers, daughters, sisters, friends and wives, but what unites us most is our place in God's family as daughters of Christ. Our goal is to encourage women as we navigate the messiness of life through biblical studies, personal stories and practical tips that bolster our walk with Jesus daily. Thank you for joining us in our episode today. Hello. We are excited to start a new series on our podcast here, did a series on the Ten Commandments. We kind of started our podcast off with that, and um, we really enjoyed that, and we have in the works today a series called Restored. So this is actually a study that myself, Esty, and another friend of ours, Holly Vaughn, have written and we have it in a, like a little booklet Bible study format. Um, if you look on our website, you can download the PDF. It's, it costs $3 to download that. And you can join with us as we go through uh, this podcast. We're just going to kind of touch on some things in the study and add to it a little bit. We actually wrote the study a couple years ago, we had an event, and the theme was restored. And um, we wrote this study before that, and leading up to it, and we met in person and did the study with some women. And we just have—I've used it a few different times um, in Bible studies, and so has SD And we just really um, love the the nature of the study because it goes through. The women in the lineage of Christ and a few other women in the New Testament where we just see their testimonies drastically changed or affected or even in the case of um, Mary, the mother of Jesus, her reputation was not necessarily marred, but it wasn't very favorable in the situation that she was in. Obviously, she did not sin, but the people around her did not believe that.
1: The whole theme is kind of brokenness and how God restores our brokenness. And sometimes it's because of things that we've done. And sometimes it's because of things that have been done to us. But either way, God can take that brokenness and turn it into something beautiful. And that yeah. was like the over, the overlying
0: theme of the the study and the book. Right. So if you would like to join in with us, um, we would love to have you follow along. Um, again, like I said, you can purchase the PDF. And if you would really like a booklet format, you can reach out to us and we can make that happen as well. Sure. However, we're just going to kind of jump in with today, just talking about the idea of restoration in our life. And, um, we talked a little bit about the, there's a Japanese art and I do not know how to pronounce it. It's like (laughs) Kintsugi or something like that. So if you're Japanese, I apologize. It's, but anyways, it's the idea of taking a broken piece of pottery and essentially gluing it together with gold and making this beautiful piece of artwork with gold seams through it. And um, it it comes out even even more beautiful than the original, in my opinion. I, you know, add gold to something and it's (laughs) way better.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think it was such a good picture of what we were trying to explain because a lot of times we just look at something and just see broken pieces and God is able to just refine and beautify and fix situations. And they'll never be the same, but they're better in
0: the end. And I think that's something that as we, as we go through hard times, as we go through things that would break us, as we could say, um, just devastating circumstances in life, we do think, well, I'll never be the same and it will never be the same. The situation will never be the same and I'll never feel the same way. And that's true. You can't pretend that things don't happen and you can't just, you know, expect that life will be the same after a devastating situation Um. But that doesn't mean that it still can't be used, that you still can't be used. It doesn't mean that you still can't um, keep your walk with God. God is always (laughs) forgiving. There is nothing that he will not forgive. Um, And not even just forgiving, but he, he can make all things new. Even we use that for salvation, right? When we talk about therefore if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away, behold, all things become new. Talking about the, the change from being not saved to saved. We it's a new creature, but he can also take what happens in our walk from salvation and make that new too. And it doesn't we don't have to just flounder around with no hope. So
1: something we touch on is just the sovereignty of God and how from a man's perspective none of these women should have been in the line of Christ. Um they don't it doesn't make sense and they're given a prominent place in that genealogy which is amazing in and of itself but then if you actually look at the women they're like the least likely of what we say like the you know the, the women in the of christ but let me just read through the list really quick um just for those of you who might not have that fresh in your mind there was tamar rahab ruth bathsheba and then mary the mother of jesus and then later on we cover some other women but as far as we're talking about the line of christ those are the women and all of them had a bad name for one reason or another some of it was because of their own sins. Some of it was because of things that had happened to them. But regardless, they all had these like tarnished reputations, these brokenness that they carried around with them. And God chose to use those people in the story of his son.
0: Really picturing God's plan and purpose that he's had since the beginning of time, which is mercy, grace. And restoration, really. That's that's the overall picture. Because all um, when you talk about Tamar, she was a Gentile; she was not a is uh, of the children of Israel. Um, Rahab, she was a Gentile; she was not of the children of Israel. And that again is just a picture of God's plan that He has always had a purpose for all of us to be in him to and Ruth. She also was not of the Israel nation (laughs) as she was. So just first, the first three women there, like you're talking about a wonderful picture of God's eternal plan and his wanting everyone to believe and trust and know him no matter what. It's really beautiful when you just take a step back
1: and see it is one big picture we you know we always kind of compartmentalize like the story of Ruth it's this beautiful love story that's what we build it up to be but there's so much depth to it and when you think about the fact that you know Ruth was Rahab's would have been Rahab's daughter-in-law right like I the, it wasn't it really I know I should have remembered. known that but it was not until we actually wrote this study out and we were like studying it out for the purpose of sharing it that that really clicked for me and
0: that right there is just kind of mind-blowing right we do we do have a tendency to read one story and isolate it from the others you know and and kind of just go on in our bible reading as like okay well now i'm in the book of ruth so this is not this doesn't have anything to do with the Book of Je- You know what I mean? We compartmentalize, like you said, and um, it tends to uh, limit our not only our understanding of the Bible as a whole, but also our our understanding of God and His plan. So, trying to take all of these things and put them together, like with an open mind, of you know, these people were real. They lived real lives. They um, affected generations after them. And God's plan can be pictured throughout their stories. Um, So, as we go through this study, that's just something that we want to keep in mind, you know, to keep the bigger picture present. So, what about you, our listeners? What kind of brokenness? in your life has maybe devastated you or caused you to question God's plan for you or just been kind of one of those things that you're like, why? I mean, it doesn't have to be a horribly devastating situation, but still there's things in our life that we just like, why God? Like, why do I have to deal with this right now? Why is this? part of my story, why did you write this for me? Or just the question. We know that God is in and a part of everything in our lives. We start to question. It can be bad, but it doesn't mean that we don't have the questions, right? It depends on where the question leads and where it comes from. Is it bitterness? Is it anger? Is it you know, are you just shaking a fist at God? Or is it coming from a place of brokenness where you say, God, please show me what you have for me. I'm open to learning. I'm open to growing. I'm open to doing what you would have for me. But can you give me the peace? Can you give me the understanding that I need for this moment? I think that all of these you're going to come to those different
1: times everybody comes to times in their life where they're broken and we've talked about this before but every time it's an opportunity for us to kind of we have to step back and be humble and realize that our story is a part of God's bigger story and sometimes the painful things that we're going for through may not ever feel good we might never be able to look back at them with Joy, but we can look back at them and see God's hand. And, you know, these women, they didn't know that they were in the line of Christ. They didn't know that we'd be talking about them thousands of years later. They just know that in that moment that God worked. They got to see God work in like this in a small way. You could almost say but there was such a bigger plan in motion. And we might not always even be able to see what the end result is. But when we give our brokenness, we've talked about this before, when we give our brokenness over to God, he really can
0: use it in such a big, beautiful way. I think that there's always, when we look, there is always a blessing in the brokenness. The thing is, is that we have to look for it. And sometimes it's not easy to see. And sometimes we have to um, really pray for God to show us. But even when things are done to us that are not favorable, so I think of, you know, well, in this situation we're talking about the line of Christ, we could look at Bathsheba. Not not a favorable situation at all. Nothing, you know, when she's looking at this, there's nothing good coming out of this, right? But actually, her son becomes the king of Israel. And he's one of the, you know, the best kings that, that ruled after David. So even in that, she found favor with, with God over David's many other wives and her son became the king of Israel. Okay. Even Mary, Jesus's mother, like she had to go through a lot because you know that people were I mean, she could have been stoned to death Yeah, um, only because of Joseph's, you know, being a just man. Like she could have, but, you know, the rumors were there about her and Joseph, you know, the gossip was, you know, but she was blessed beyond measure.
1: And I've always, when you listen to her, her song that she sings and everything that she says, um, the things that are recorded that she said, I, I always get this feeling, this is just my opinion. But I get the feeling from it that she was probably different. God chose her for a reason. Right. And I think she was different than the girls around her. And I think that she felt that difference. And I think that she felt isolated and um, might have even been made fun of before this happened. That's, again, that's my opinion. But just from the way that she wrote about, like, you've chosen me out of other people. Sure. chosen So someone- low degree i don't know that's just
0: how i've always felt about me sure. sure i mean very highly in probability i would say that is but this comes back to our testimony right we're talking about you just said none of these women knew that they were going to be in the line of christ or that their stories were going to be written down for other people to read <laughs> so i from that, I just think that it's it's important to remember the power of our testimonies and the ef- and the effect and the reason why we have our testimony to share with other people. Um, you know, one of the verses that we go back to a lot is in Revelation and how it talks about, well, I'll just read it here. And it says, And I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now has come salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God, and the power of his Christ for the accuser of our brethren is cast down, which accused them before our God day and night. And they overcame him by the power of the lamb, by the blood of the lamb, excuse me, and by the word of their testimony. And they love not their lives unto death. So just demonstrating that through the blood of the lamb cleansing us, we have this testimony. And that is that is a powerful tool that we have against the devil and against even ourselves questioning and, um, forgetting. Like when we don't remember the works of the Lord, there's so many things in the Bible that talk in, in the old Testament and, and the new that talk about remembering, right? They would make altars at specific places to they would set up these altars to remember what God had done there when they crossed over the Jordan, and um, then there were even on their clothing they would have different uh, tassels, and those tassels were there to remind them of what God had done. Uh, so many different things like that as a visual reminder of what God had done for them. And oftentimes we get so. What do I say? And we have such a lack of faith because we forget what God has already done in our life. I've created a habit of
1: um, if I feel like God has blessed them, blessed me, feel like I have a testimony to share. Feel like God has just come through, and like I need to praise Him publicly. I make sure I do it. Sometimes I feel like I sound like a broken record. Sometimes I feel a little awkward because I will always have a testimony on, on you know, whenever they ask, does anyone have testimony? I will share it because I I know I need to say it out loud to remember it. And the more times I say it out loud, the more I'll remember it. So that's that's kind of like my selfish side of it. But also I know that like your testimony is powerful. And sometimes sharing is what somebody else needs it's the thing that they need to get through the day to know that god is still working and god is proving himself faithful and god's not going to abandon them or whatever's happening it's so important and when we keep our mouths shut we are letting the enemy win
0: i really believe that and sometimes you know it doesn't even have to be like a you know, public in, in the sense of like, you know, we're doing it at a church service that's about testimonies. It, it's just, how are you today? You know, God's been good to me today. Even the smallest things. That's one of my struggles is that I can look at these big things that happen and be like, oh yeah, that was totally God. Like he helped us do this and and that. And But then I'm like, for the small things, those small little blessings that we just take for granted all the time, And if we were to just see those small things and rejoice and thank God for them, how much better our overall outlook on life would be. And it's in those small things where we can really grow our faith and we can really say, oh, wait, no, God, you know, I was really feeling kind of miserable when I woke up and everything was going wrong. And I took a moment and I prayed and I asked God to help me. And he really came through for me. And like, it changed everything change my perspective, change the kids, change the situation, whatever you have, like those things are just as important to praise God for and to remind ourselves about as the big things. Yes. And I
1: I believe too, when you are talking to an unsaved person or maybe even a Christian who's just not in a good way and they don't really want to talk about spiritual things, people have a really hard time denying your testimony or shutting down your testimony because it's your experience and it doesn't have to be theirs. They're usually at least polite about listening to it. And you can do it in a non-preachy way and still bring honor to God, bring the conversation back to God, bring this you know just kind of change the atmosphere of what's happening or what's being said because you're just sharing what God's done in your life and I really I mean you have to be careful not to sound like you're just bragging and um or just like taking over a conversation but you can do it in a way that honors God and and changes changes the tone changes
0: the atmosphere Sure thing. So as we kind of wrap up this introductory podcast to our new series, I just want to challenge our listeners to write down their salvation testimony, but also in the past month, something that God has done for you, whether it's something that he's shown you in his word, something that he has helped you walk through. Um, just, it doesn't have to be big, anything, and I want you to thank God for that in prayer, and um, just spend some time with God, and just praise, and worship of Him, and adoration of Him. Um, As we move forward in this study, I'm always reminded in it that it was these the faith that these women had in God that made all of the difference and that God is truly loving and kind and good and gracious. And he does make a way for us. So just spend some time today in worship and Thanksgiving and uh, remembering all of the great things that God has done for you.
1: And if you want to do this study with us, we are going to be doing it throughout the month. It'll probably go past the month of January, I would imagine. But we would love to know if you're following along with us and also it's a great study to do as a group the first time we did it we did it like we actually met with quite a few ladies from our church um and it was such a good time of just I don't fellowship and growing and I I just loved it and I think I would encourage you to grab a friend or a small group to do it to do it with And we, like we said, the PDF is available on our website and you can download it and print off as many copies as you need um, for your small group and um, just utilize it as a tool.
0: And we'd love to, yeah, like, like Esther said, we'd love to know. So if you would um, let us know on like Instagram or something when you're having a meeting or if you're doing it by yourself, we would love to see that. Um, Also, any feedback you know, add, add comments to, you know, the study and stuff like that for us to be able to see like online and stuff. That'd be great. Anyways, thanks for joining us today. And we will be back next time as we look at Tamar. We are honored that you chose Simply Edified to be a part of your day. If this episode was a blessing to you, would you consider subscribing to our podcast as well as writing a review or giving us a rating This would be such a help to our ministry. We would love for other people to find us, and this is one of the ways that they can. Thank you.